Hogan is with us. Yes, good that you're listening to episode 50 of the wow. Weekly SS Creed for Holla podcast. You already hear him. The one and only Jordan has returned. That's me. Oh, no, you, you are. I, mean, I meant you. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, we've both returned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to. No, I'm just kidding. That was fun listening to the few episodes. Uh, oh, did you yeah. listen? Nice. Yeah, yeah. The. Uh... Yeah, I've been gone, but I'm back now, and I'm really excited to talk about the Druids DLC and all other awesome, fun stuff that's come up. How have you been, Jor? What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, the usual, uh, rolling on. We, we had a fun episode with Fragnart uh, last week to uh, kind of hear yeah. his experience with uh, recording the Druids DLC, and uh, we still uh, think he's a werewolf because, uh, yeah, it looked like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You can uh, watch that video on uh, the YouTubes uh, if you're a member. I think it's on the Twitch VOD maybe as well still. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm excited that you are back. It, it feels like yeah. quite a long time and it feels also like the perfect time. You waited for the 50th episode. You were like... I did. I wanted to string everybody along and then be like, okay, give, let them get a little like hungry for a little bit, leave a little bit, come back for the 50th episode, come back for, it's been over a year now too, right? Oh yeah. Like the two more, right? 52 more. Yeah. Yeah. But last year around this time for hollow was already announced. So like it it was Mm -hmm. announced, I think April like 30 or something. So yeah. uh, which is pretty wild, but I, I get the, the tactic has worked, right? Like a boy band, you're, you're going to be like successful together and then you're going to split up and then a year later you come back and everyone's yeah. hyped again. That, that was the, the plan. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Jor had creative differences. Um, I wanted to spend most of the podcast talking about gear and the problems with gear. Jor wanted me to move on and talk about other topics, but I just really had to struggle with that. <laughs> I, I I gotta be honest. I missed I missed the gear talks. <laughs> uh, I totally missed that perspective. And uh, to be honest, nothing changed. So we can still have those rents. They did actually. There are some fun things though, because what they did. I'm not sure if you notice, but they increased the attack cap from 30 to 50. Did you notice? Yes, I but, did notice. I I've only re so the past few weeks because i wasn't on i hadn't had a chance to play but this week i jumped in a little bit started to like poke around again and i did notice some changes so i need to get some time hopefully i'm gonna spend some time on the druid dlc oh yeah, yeah. to dig in a little bit more uh, but because then i'll have fresh content to play too so that'd but be awesome the, the thing is though that it doesn't matter so the damage is still the same if you have 30 cap or 50 cap so they only increase the cap in numbers but not in damage and uh, another funny Weird. fact before we get into the show I, f- I think you will like this so we mm-hmm. we have new uh skill notes right where uh like instead of like just having the skill you now first have to unlock notes to reach that skill and uh, hmm. like it, there's a new level cap basically so we went to we're like 427 i think is the max now 426 um and there are like notes for great sword damage. Do you, by the way, know that if you increase those notes, the item card from the weapon will change too? So if you, for example, unlock a note which says six extra attack for great swords, like it has like a, a whole list for yeah. increase for great swords. 
the item card changes too for every weapon and yeah those nodes apply that damage to the weapon yeah right? yeah, yeah but but yeah but but yeah on the card as well which is kind of strange i think overall mm -hmm. and what is now happening is that they they put the new nodes in but because the cap has already been reached you unlock that node if you have if you're like already 400 so you have all the main game skills then unlock mm -hmm. this new node the the damage only will increase but there's also like speed crit chance and stuff like that on it that won't apply because the cap has already been reached so they they added a skill which cannot even be uh, applied to the the weapon Welcome back, Jordan. Welcome back. Free the caps. <laughs> Free the damage. We I'm going to be out front of Ubisoft Studios with a, a free the <laughs> free the statistics. Size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free a Unlock free a it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and of course, <laughs> the, the chat goes wild about the Unibear. I'm going to, like, we have a lion now, Jordan, but still no Unibear. So uh, let, let's hope that yeah. with you being back, they put some extra like uh, ever into that um yeah well i think i'm allowed to say this now but i am surprise surprise as well i can announce it to you guys here in the fans that i'm part of the ubisoft mentors guild now which is if you're unfamiliar with that um they basically elite clan an elite clan <laughs> we're, we're, we're the cool kids club the reason I brought that up is now I can actually suggest the uni bear. Maybe, maybe. We oh can my God. You have so much happen. power now. You have so much power now. <laughs> we'll see. I don't want to make any promises though. I don't know if I'm actually that powerful. What if we do we'll... a stream where we have a goal and then like give all the money towards, mm -hmm. towards you? Like you're lobbying for us, right? The, <laughs> <laughs> the uni bear lobbyist. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That, that's all what right. we want. <laughs> yeah, minimum $1 million. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can make that happen. It will take some years, but we will get the Unibear. When five new Assassin's Creed games come out, we finally have the Unibear in Valhalla. One yeah. day. Well, well, that's good to hear. So uh, if you have suggestions, yeah. reach out to Jordan. He will. Uh, yeah, sure definitely. <laughs> if you have any like ideas or things, like message me about them. Um, and I can relay that back to people and uh, see what happens. Um, it's pretty cool. I'm still getting used to what my role is, I would say. So uh, I don't have too much more details other than that. I'm in a cool when is the new club, When is the new game coming out, Jordan? Do you know that? Uh, I actually do not. So, <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> so don't ask that. Only tell me after the show if you know. Uh, blink twice if you know. Okay, that was way more than twice. Uh, yeah, okay. Like blinks. <laughs> hey, Jacob, thanks a lot for the bits there. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's very awesome news. Good. So, mm -hmm. so you're back and in a new form, right? You you achieved yeah. new levels. I'm yeah, still like the a same. Pokemon. I've evolved. I'm still this this YouTuber yelling into a mic that we want the Uni Baron. Yeah. They don't uh, okay, know, let, you're, you're uh, about to evolve though. With like, uh, you're getting real close to some uh, some good uh, subscriber numbers. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe they will you're... finally listen. But uh, we will see. We will see. <laughs> hey, uh, we got a ton to discuss. Great that you are here. I want to like go over some topics that we already discussed in recent episodes. But that I want to hear your take on. One is 
What the heck, Werewolf in the Druids DLC. What do you think of that? Hold on to that answer, so we're gonna go over that. We also have some new info, of course. And uh, let's first do the intro, because maybe you heard us talk and was like, what the heck, this is my first episode, what the heck is going on here? Well, we are an Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mostly Valhalla podcast, but we also talk about the series in general. Every week here on twitch.tv, Raptor, we live record on Thursday, but you can catch the audio version on Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. So uh, follow there and then make sure that you do not miss any episodes. You can also get the video version of the show right after recorded. If you go to my YouTube channel, Joe Raptor, hit the join button next to the subscribe button. $5 per month, you can become a Raptor member and they get the video version right after we live recorded. You can also get the video version on Saturday next to the audio version when that goes live for $2 per month. Not necessary, would support the show again. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the rig and roll here. And of course on Twitch, all the support is more than welcome as well. Um, I want to thank some people, of course, for becoming a member. Um, and we got a cool review as well, because that's another thing you can do. But let's first go over the members here. We got um, Seth Staver. We got Jimmy Rubino. Sir Squatty Jacob. Hey, Jacob is a member as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Trash Bandicoot. Nice name. Sirius. <laughs> Rose. Tim. Andy Reloads. Of course, YouTuber there. Totally check him out as well. Chief Antgar. And Barrett. Uh, and Sean, actually. So quite a lot of people. Michael. I think, yeah. I think, I think those are that. So thanks a lot for becoming a member, supporting the show. Really, really helps. And uh, yeah, if you don't want to support the show financially, no big deal. It's already awesome if you listen, if you watch it live. But you can leave a review. Like, that would really help us out on Apple Podcast. And Jordan, take it away because we got a brand spanking um, new one. Yeah, we got, a, we got a nice new review here. We've got uh, for my Monday podcast. I don't see who wrote it here. Let me open it up real quick oh, just okay. to see. And I want to thank oh, no, uh, okay. Boots for the Prime sub there. Of course, if you have mm -hmm. Amazon Prime, then uh, you have Twitch Prime or Gaming Prime or whatever it's called. You got a free sub. Yeah. You can give it to us. So we've got a review from Kiko Jerule saying, my mm. Monday podcast. Hello, Jordan and Jordan. That'll never get old. Mm. Um, I've been listening to the podcast from the start. Love it. It's the first podcast I listen to on the drive to work on Monday mornings. I'm actually a fan of Jordan Does His Gear Rants. Whoa. Yeah. Did you made it like an account, a new account? This can be right. No, no, this is this is not me, guys. Okay. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to add that I've been a fan of the franchise for years. I've played all the titles, but I deeply believe the franchise has lost its soul. There's no denying it. It's Warrior's Creed now. I still play with a heavy heart. I know you guys love the new RPG mechanics, but I still wish there was some acknowledgement on the podcast to the narrative parts of these games, which is what made them so great. Maybe analyze the story of Valhalla and its place in the AC universe. Love the universe jokes. Keep the content coming. I would, um, I mean, yeah, I can definitely see that perspective, uh, Kiko. I'm just going to say Kiko because the G-E-R-U-L, Jerule. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for your review, Kiko. And I would agree. Uh, the thing with I, I, why I would be kind of hesitant to call it a soul is because, like, yes, there is 
a um a change that has happened from the original games like the the franchise has evolved uh i'd even say that has applied to the story too so like even the modern storyline which i do follow and i love to talk about and stuff uh even that in my opinion has also kind of withered a little bit like i did love the valhalla storyline i think darby and the writing team did a really good job it was also a lot like the game is 100 hours story like there's a lot of story going on there and there's a lot of details that i'm still not privy to that i'm like learning every day still about what they packed into valhalla but from my perspective like ever since assassin's creed 3 like when Desmond went away that like, it kind of felt like it's gone a little downhill from my perspective, not that anyone who worked on it or wrote it did any bad job, but rather um, just, it's kind of hard to bring it back to what it was. So I feel like the best path maybe is to carve out its own thing. I don't know. I'm rambling mm. a little bit. Here, no, 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 I get, I get, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the focus, I mean, we, we totally moved in that direction uh, a while back already. But, yeah, the, the, I, I think they even said because, y like, people who prefer the modern-day section over maybe the, even the setting of the game, they, they really think, okay, how are they making a new Assassin's Creed game? Um, are they, like, thinking what makes sense for the modern-day story and then make a setting around that? But that was never the idea. I think the the, the goal of the series was always... What is a cool setting to explore? And uh, yeah, they, 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 I think, saw, okay, but we want to make sure that every game, uh, like, that, that new players coming in are, like, they don't feel like they left out if they haven't played the previous games. And that's why they also lost the numbers, right? Assassin's Creed yeah. 3, well, I haven't played all the other ones. Do I miss out? Well, not really. I mean, sure, the modern day was, well, was maybe hard to understand, but... Um, so yeah, they, they leaned way more into that. I totally get the Warrior Creed. I, I still argue that Odyssey's Assassin gameplay was, like, while it was, like, super magical and over the top, still pretty interesting, way more so than, than Valhalla turned out to be. But I do hope that... Um, I still think that they just have to, like, maybe, like you said, like, have maybe two separate sort of projects side by side, where one is more focused on what made the series so special previously and the other one is going down this Valhalla path because the we've been discussing that while you were gone as well I think Dennis made some good points like the the problem is that the problem aren't the problem is not the new games I think in general mm -hmm. the problem is that there that that what was that there's like no answer for the, the, the previous games that people liked like they're now kind of if they want to enjoy Assassin's Creed forced to play this other game so I really hope that Ubisoft explores or like acknowledges that they basically have two separate games in the, on their hands and maybe explore that. We we've said that multiple times before. Like remake AC One and maybe go down a Resident Evil style uh, path where you remake the older games, maybe add some new lore to that, and then the people who just want to stick in the uh, large open worlds RPG nature, l let them enjoy that. I think that would be the best way forward. Also, like, I'll just quickly hit on this is Ubisoft is capable of a lot. They're a large production company. There's, they have a lot of resources. And I would say that 
I think there is pressure on the executive team there to a degree to kind of use those resources to really support uh, game developers. So like there's a quick turnaround time for these Assassin's Creed games. And we're, we have these as long fans, like this is over a decade long, this franchise, like I'm approaching like 30 years old. Like I have been playing these games for a long time. And, and basically we're our turnaround time is one to two years now and inside of that we're expecting like a s tier writing and s tier gameplay like development and the executive team's expecting that because they want to turn these games out and sell it to us but if they took some extra time and gave it we, we could i think have a really good solid assassin's creed game that serves a large portion of the entire fan base I, I, and I, carves out a new. I think that for all shows that that's not the, the 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 best idea. I know. I, well, they didn't spend a lot of time. I mean, I feel like if they would have had more time, like another additional year, they could have launched with a lot more that I think would have. But do you really think that, for example, the RPG elements that we are having now, because we, we said it, I think, uh, on the show before, like, Fall as kind of a master or like a jack of all trades with a master of none. I, I'm not sure if an extra year would have made sure that there are no caps on on the gear or like. I, I think, think so because I think the gear and the damage and all that was like the last thing that in the perks, the last thing they cared about. <laughs> like you can almost kind of tell in the way that it was worked on. Like even you mentioning like how as you were getting access as the game was being developed like you could just see that they were focused on everything else besides that and so if they were able to polish all the things that they the creative directors set out to do and then they had extra time to polish the rpg or bring somebody in who can help them like who has worked on rpg games like that that could give them a little bit more because what i notice at least on the rpg side of things in valhalla is that uh, it's not anything bad. It's just like it seems thoughtful, but when you get into the grittiness, it seems kind of arbitrary, or or at least we don't have an explanation from the team on why they made certain decisions. I, so I did ask Jose uh, about it uh, a little bit. That's still one of the only parts that I uh, need to talk about. And I want to like acknowledge uh, Dennis for gifting all the subs here. Really, really cool, and everyone sharing the bits as well. Nico, thanks a lot for that. Um, but yeah, I, I asked them, and the the point is also that they did not want you to be to be able to be OP like Odyssey, where you could have a hundred percent melee resistance, so you basically could not take any damage. Like they made these caps on purpose, but um, the mechanics don't like don't say that. Like the arp, the 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 runes, the the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. upgrading of gear, all the stuff like. The, the focus on building and optimizing your character, those are all mechanics that support building an RPG type character that you, you can add balance in there. But if someone optimizes their A4 enough, like you should, like if you're constantly dampening it, then you're all the time that the developer is focused on creating the rune system and all that type of stuff, uh, it's kind of lost and yeah. it's kind of nerfed and it, it, it it kind of makes it less interactable and fun for people, I think, to play Did with. Did I not like push it. you into a gear rant? Let's go! <laughs> He's back. He's back. <laughs> okay, let, let's continue. But I, I agree. And yeah. I, I really think the 
I really think they, they should just, like, acknowledge that, hey, we have two different games on our hands. Let's not try and force one part of one game into the other. And, I mean, yeah. and, and I think they're going in that way because the other thing I want to talk about is the werewolf in the Druids DLC. Yeah. And they're really going all in now. Like, there are, like, crazy... I'm not sure if you saw the new weapon from the Knight of the Roundtable uh, pack this, uh, um, this week. I think that so, was, yeah. Like, it has a really pretty cool perk. Like, while the stats, like, extra attack doesn't matter, they there there can be, like, perks that actually make you play differently. And this, of course, has, like, on the left-hand attack, where you charge with the greatsword. If you, like, let go when you hit an enemy, you actually breathe fire, basically, as well. And um, we are now going to see way more of those. So kind of like the Isu weapons that we, of course, already had in the main game. Those effects will be extended to more Helix items and actually to the Druze DLC as well. Like, there will be one spear where it will, like, be thunder come, like, coming down on the enemy after a few strikes. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really going crazy. Like, they're really... Uh, let's go full fantasy. But what do you think about this werewolf? And I want to say, like, maybe you missed it, but around the, the reveal, like, the these screenshots were not supposed to appear yet. They, they leaked. Mm -hmm. And um, people were... I, I was surprised that people were shocked. Like, what the heck is this? Assassin's Creed fighting a werewolf, but then you can, of course, point to a lot of other things. Like, look at Valhalla. Like, sure, they were more grounded, so I'm still curious how they're going to do this. But, um, yeah, what, my, what was your take? My guess is it looks like it's a druid DLC. The druids are very mystical people. They're very, like, they, they're worship center. There's a lot of sacrifice and things, like, involved. So, like, something like this doesn't surprise me. I, if you look at, like, the mysteries inside Valhalla, like, I don't know if you've done one of those ones where you walk up and you, like, eat some of the mushrooms yeah, yeah. and you line everything up uh, and all that kind of stuff, or you walk through the doors or whatever. I think it's something probably along those lines, or kind of, like, when you for the festival i think it was for the festival where you had to clean up all the mystical um wolves from around the settlement and stuff oh yeah like it, it's gonna be i think something along those lines where you're trying to help these gaelic kings you're it's very similar to the valhalla storyline most likely where you're just trying to build alliances with like three to four gaelic kings would be my guess something around there uh, unless they've already said how many it is, I don't know. So pardon me if that's already been announced. But the um, no, no. And so what'll probably happen? My guess is that like they're like, oh, this werewolf keeps eating our like our attacking our town, and so like you're going out there to help them. And so it could either be a legit one, or it could be like a guy who goes crazy because he eats mushrooms and like the visual fight is you're fighting a werewolf, but you're actually fighting some crazy but this, guy. In, in this image that, 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 that got leaked, it really seems like one of the enemies in a camp. Like yeah. you're walking into a camp and then all of a sudden, uh, yeah, one of these druids turns into this werewolf. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm curious if there's just like hallucination, like drugs in these camps or something. I mean, they took a lot of care to make sure that any mythical element they added into Valhalla had some sort of grounded reasoning behind mm -hmm. why it happened. So I wouldn't get like, if they don't do that for this, then I'll be kind of surprised. Like if it's just like, Oh, there's werewolves and there's no explanation. <laughs> I'll be kind of surprised, but I'm guessing that we'll, 
there'll be some cutscene or something where like they'll explain it and we'll be like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, we'll be fighting werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We will see. Like that, that's what I actually liked a lot about the Witcher three, because mm-hmm. in, uh, uh, w- with these Assassin's Creed games, you're so trained that every time it says like, there's a monster, blah, blah, blah. It turns out to be fake because it cannot like realistically mm-hmm. happen. Um, in The Witcher, it was always like, like I don't know this world. Anything can happen. Um, mm-hmm. So that actually made it more exciting if they're saying, hey, there's like a, a crazy dragon or something. Like, I don't know. Uh, maybe there is. Um, and in the Assassin's Creed games, it maybe seems to go that direction a little bit as well. And I would be... I hope they explain it well. It would be really weird to, to step away from that. And I don't think they will, but we will, we will see. Yeah, th- um, this will probably be one of the more mythical DLCs because the Paris one is more likely to be like very war and like, yeah, uh, more history like assault yeah. base, like, or even probably even stealth base because it sounds like you're trying to, um, take like take control of paris from the inside so it might even be like you're still like some stealth uh related stuff in there so you're not uh fighting so much but definitely i'm not surprised by this because like i just assumed the druid dlc was going to have some mythical element like connected to it yeah, to yeah some for degree. sure for sure okay cool 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 and um, we also saw, like, in one of the, the other shots, uh, we saw, like, uh, an outfit that Eivor is, uh, is wearing. The uh, Dublin champion outfit with, like, a, a new shield. We see the sickle weapons. Yeah, Jordan, they, they're really coming. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got, like, new weapon types for this DLC and then the one-handed swords, I think, with the Siege of Paris. What we do now, now know, though, from all the, the leaks that have been uh, going out is that it really seems that if you want a sickle, at least, uh, yeah, right now, when the DLC is out, you have to buy the DLC. Like, they're not going to give one away for free, or they're not going to uh, have a Helix pack, at least in the near future, which has a, um, yeah, which has a sickle weapon. So, that's kind of interesting. I think we already kind of touched on that, right? Like, what what do we think will happen? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, that'd be kind of disappointing. I think the sickle will fall under the one-handed sword classification. That's my guess. I don't know. Like no, it's no, kind no. of that we it's already had be a separate. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's separate because we had the trophies leak for this and for the siege of Paris, and one said kill fifty people with a sickle, and one said kill fifty people with a hand, one-handed sword. Um, I, I don't think they, so like they no, no. you can't say as Ubisoft any... everyone wants one-handed swords here the sickle like that, that i know it's yeah. like on paper a, yeah. a one-handed sword but it's not what people want right so no the one-handed sword is yeah. likely um mm-hmm. but i do agree yeah, though. So, oh, yeah it probably should have been no yeah the that's weird to me that they're doing that they're not even going to give a one-handed sword to people because yeah that 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 could easily be a thing where a lot of people who haven't really been like people who don't listen to this podcast who aren't really up to date they're gonna Losers. see like Ooh, one-handed swords and then not have access to them and then they're gonna then yeah that, that's my point I, I think with the sickle nobody expected that like all right uh it was like more of a cool extra and they have to sell i think the druids dlc more than the paris dlc i think more people are excited about the paris dlc Maybe we can have a poll about mm-hmm. that up as well. We just had the poll about do you mind the mythical stuff? 
and like 68% says I like it and 26% says I don't mind it. So and we kind of know like our audience is not like going crazy over oh it's not historical eclipse. Well, we we kind of like the, the when it, it makes the game, I, game more My fun. argument always to that though is like when has like uh Assassin's Creed has always been the a mythical like pseudo historic game like that's where the modern storylines inspired it like the isu origins all that stuff like it's not really like it is cool when it's tied in to like history and how the isu flu influenced history and you can see that in valhalla with the fact that the vikings come over they could do it a little bit better but it, yeah in my opinion when people are like oh my gosh mythical stuff in assassin's creed that's not assassin's creed i kind of like roll my eyes just a little bit because i'm like yeah and those likely it, people like what they don't are different. not playing anymore as well I think you're they're yeah. they're right that like you haven't what they should be saying is that like we haven't had mythical enemies it's always been historical enemies as we're playing out yeah, yeah, yeah. A mythical story i think line, actually but... it would be a bigger story if we had like this viking game and they did didn't do anything with the norse mythology like that would be such a huge miss and now i mean mm -hmm. how many games are set in ireland i don't even know like not many i can't even think of one so to not explore yeah. this from multiple angles would be such a shame uh and to have mm -hmm. where and we agree like these freaking saxon soldiers I, I can, like, kill them with with a hand, hand behind my back. Werewolves, they sound like ch like a challenge. So I'm all for, also from that perspective. I'm like, yes, more challenging enemies. Please, give, give it to me. Mm -hmm. I do think, though, that the one-handed swords, I don't think they can do that. I, I, if the sickle is exclusive to this DLC, I don't think they can say one-handed swords are coming, but you have to buy the seeds for Paris. I think then they're missing the mark. We have to at least mm -hmm. get one free sword, I think. Maybe the mastery challenges or something. Maybe they'll give you a reward or tokens to buy a one-handed sword or something like that. Yeah, Hopefully. I think I don't think they will do it because the monster challenges are likely uh, before Siege of Paris. So I think it will likely be around that. But maybe a sickle uh, with the mastery challenges. My my mm -hmm. prediction is Skadi's Blade will will finally be added with the with the monster challenges. Um, but yeah, I said the Druids DLC is going to be massive. We, we looked at that uh, champion, Dublin champion outfit. You actually get an achievement or trophy for getting that armor. But now I'm going to s yell some numbers. You already see it in the doc, but for people watching, they don't know. We, uh, we'll make a video on it. So if you're watching on Saturday, you likely already know this. But still pretty insane because during my video, I was like, I really hope because we only see Eivor in this Dublin champion outfit. Also in that short uh, hey, the game, uh, the DLC is delayed. We saw Avor walk in that same outfit. So I was like, is there only one outfit then? Well, what is up with that? Well, a lot of people went into the files after the patch dropped. And they found seven armor sets for the Druids DLC. Seven. And one of them wow. is, the, uh, is an Origins-inspired ar armor set. The Egyptian Haish. And I hope I pronounced that right. But uh, that's kind of how we thought we should pronounce that. So that's like basically an outfit from Origins is now five pieces in a Druid's DLC. So seven armor sets, which is insane. Four mounts. And one wow. of them is a Lynx. 
that's kind of bad. Like a well, a big old links. <laughs> yeah, 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 big old links. It's kind of ugly though. I, I think we're having a an elk situation here because it looks gotcha. like your regular links. Uh, sorry for people who are watching and want to see what it looks like. Um, I think on the Discord people dropped it. I don't want to like showcase a lot of the leaked stuff. I also just want to like I want to make a video on it and then say. And then have my own footage and also tell you how to get it instead of like revealing. For the Helix stuff, I don't really care. I think it's actually good for you to know what is coming, right? For the DLC mm -hmm. stuff, I want to like showcase it and then tell you way more about it and look at the leaks. Yeah. But at least knowing that there's like an extra amount. I think the others are like horses. It's, uh, it's awesome. Um, mm -hmm. So we got, yeah, some other cosmetics. Uh, the Basim outfit is part of this DLC as sort of the... So in the files link to this dlc i really hope it's not like buy the dlc to get the best outfit I i'm not sure how i would feel about that yeah that would be there would definitely be some but at the same time the target audience of the people who want the basim outfit are likely people who already have season passes and will we're already planning on buying the dlc sure. but i know what you mean yeah, yeah, it's also like a really requested feature. They said it's coming, and it feels then. I think that if you, if I ask, is the Basim outfit coming, and you say yes, it's coming sooner than you think, then I think you should give the caveat immediately. But it will be paid if it is indeed going to be paid, because every Legacy mm -hmm. outfit was free or cost Ubisoft Connect units. So would be weird to then suddenly ask money for one. So my theory yeah, is I that, that, yeah, I think that around the launch of the DLC. They will give the the Basim outfit to everyone. So maybe you're also then hyped up, right? Oh, I got this awesome new outfit. I want new content. And then maybe you get the Druid's DLC if you did not already. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you see the leak here as well, Jordan. Do you want to like highlight, uh, talk about the weapons here? And I want to thank yeah, Hambone no, so first, got... by the way, for the gifted subs as always. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Hambone, man. Um... <laughs> No, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, like the bearded axe, great swords. There's like seven armor sets. Like, I'm pretty excited to get back into. It. Like, honestly, I'm excited to have like yeah, new content to kind of consume and collect all this stuff and see like what comes out of it. Like, that's honestly more stuff than I thought they yeah, would. Me too. Uh, give out so that is encouraging, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. I there's still some stuff obviously that i <laughs> like uh, i i won't go into the gear but i'll go into like yeah like the uh the transmog system and stuff like so yeah, hopefully it'll yeah. get like we'll be able to afford to change the transmogs of our gear and get it to look all good but i'm excited to see what these are and how we get it honestly i'm i'm still like seeing the amount here tells me like okay and it, I, where is the the weight of this dlc is it in the storyline is it like a huge map like that's the part that i'm still kind of curious about myself personally is seeing the amount of rewards means that there's a lot of content is that in the storyline are we getting dripped these armor sets through the storyline or is it a big map and we're hunting down all this gear on i think like it will be i think it will be uh kind of like um I think some of the armor sets um, will just be gear chest again. I really think they're gonna use the blueprint from uh, from the game. But for example, the Dublin champion outfit uh, has a trophy, and and I think I would not be surprised if there's like something different you mm -hmm. have to do for that. Um, 
Th there are three sickles in the Druids DLC, at least according to the leaks. Uh, one bearded axe, four great swords. They're really liking those great swords uh, because, uh, like the the item packs have them as well. Two daggers, uh, two spears, three shields. They're hoping that the great swords like can slip past you as one-handed swords. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Those are see, those are swords. Don't, isn't that what you guys wanted? Yeah, with the heavy dual wielding skill, you can have them in one hand. What else do you want? Yeah, uh, yeah. that would have been fun if I said, "Can we get one-handed swords?" They're already in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no new flails. I mean, flails is still like I think someone at Ubisoft doesn't like yeah. the flails. I think you already said that once. <laughs> yeah, like they. I think someone came up with like, wouldn't it be cool if we added flails to the game? And they're like, hell yeah! They made like one or two and then forgot they were weapons. Yeah, and like, <laughs> which is a shame because that's like the only new weapon. Because if you look at it, and I'm still yeah. happy that they're adding weapon new weapon categories to the game. But sickle sword is from Origins. The one-handed sword, Origins and Odyssey, and. Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if in that potential third DLC that we will talk about a little later, we will have the two-handed hammers again. Like, mm -hmm. I, I totally think that if you already made the weapons once, it's like less of an issue, le less effort. Uh, it's still like a big undertaking because there, there was like some uh, sickle gameplay already and they look really, really like different, look really, really cool. Um, so I'm excited mm -hmm. to use them. And also no new Dane axes. So I guess uh, we all left them in England, uh, it seems. So yeah, big, big D DLC, at least in terms of gear we can collect. What do you think? Main story, if you rush that, how many hours? I think it's going to be 20 to 30 hour DLC. For everything? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I've, if, if the previous game was... Or if Valhalla's storyline is a, uh, what I'm basing it off of, there is a lot of written stories now keep in mind too a lot of the writing staff of the original game has moved on like darby maybe he consulted and helped with some of the dlcs but we'll have to see not but really if, no. if, i think if the main game is any indication i i would be prepared to have like a pretty intense story line. yeah i think so as well uh, like they're asking 25 uh dollars is the the price for it uh which is quite a lot for example the um the Origins Hidden Ones DLC, which was like 10 hours, okay, maybe a little less, was like $10. And the Curse mm -hmm. of the Pharaohs was, I think, $15. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's like comparable to the price we paid for Fate of Atlantis, which was 25 yeah. as well. And Fate of Atlantis was massive. So I think it's mm -hmm. going to be comparable to that because I don't even think Fate yeah. of Atlantis has seven armor sets. No way. No, that had uh, like two... Yeah, you had like the weapon. Yeah, and they they used the the assets from Origins, like the that Isu weapon. Mm -hmm. uh, the armor got like different colors and stuff. Uh, I want to thank uh, Descardius for the bits. Altair's Eagle Sword is what we need. Yeah, that's what I what I really hope. When they add the one-handed swords, that we get like maybe Basim sword or like a Legacy sword as like the sword for everyone. If you want more swords, buy the Caesar Paris DLC. That's what I kind of hope. And Hembone once again giving away those tier two subs. Thanks, uh, as always. Um, really, really cool. And he's happy to see you again as well, uh, Jordan. So, Yeah, I'm happy to see him. Um, good to see everybody again. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, okay, mm -hmm. I think we... Yeah, next week, the Druids DLC will be out. Maybe we mm -hmm. already played it before the podcast. I hope so. So uh, then we will <laughs> talk about that. 
uh, more. No, we haven't played it yet. I know. I can already see the the gossip here in the chat. We haven't played it yet. Um, but uh, yeah, we hope to soon, so I can like bring prepare the footage and uh, bring you all the goods. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I want to quickly go over because we've of course been pretty critical uh, about the, the 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 release of Valhalla and um, the patches after launch. But uh, mm -hmm. while you were gone, they they actually m made a huge blog post. Not sure if you read it, but um, the key takeaway is, and I don't want to like spend too much time on it, but I do want to hear your take because we did discuss it a couple of times already on the show that they're shifting from a four week to a five week title update release schedule to allow for more thorough testing and revival, and that they made these changes to deliver more robust updates. So we of course had many updates with many issues. Now they're taking a step back, giving one extra week of development, which for an update is quite a lot because if an update takes four weeks, then adding one extra week onto it, it's pretty big. Um, so yeah, hopefully we get less issues and more robust updates. So more BV updates, I guess, like uh, bigger updates. Well, hopefully cleaner ones. Like I honestly, I'm a big fan of this whole blog post. Yeah, I did get a chance to read it and check it out. And um, this is kind of what I meant when I was criticizing them is like at least communication, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah more of these dev blogs more of these kind of like explanation because like if you launch the game and you you go through some like development struggles or whatever like hiding that from us i think be out of fear of backlash like if anything the the silence is what kind of fuels i think this for this fan base and this fan base can get pretty fickle and, and pretty detail oriented at time. Like we we really expect the best out of this franchise, but if, if, if you show a human element and you show like, Hey, we're struggling with these things. Here's how we're changing our process. Like a lot more developers are working at home than we're used to. Um, and so we're switching up how we like, I, for me at least like that's enough justification and then if we still don't see those changes then we can continue to be like hey what's going on but i i'm hoping that because of this update and then the actions that they take that like we'll see um a better release schedules out of them or not just release schedules but like released content that it works the way that they were intending it to work Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And I also think that if they don't say anything, people go out for the worst. Like, for example, with uh, the whole um, major runes for new Helix set, but then they remove them for older ones. So people thought, mm -hmm. oh, now you want us to buy the new ones and nerf the other ones. Well, it was never... Uh, like, they never intended to have the major runes in the first place. Now, of course, that that's been removed. So yeah. being upfront about that. Um, I, I'm go We're going to... Let's take credit for this. They listened to the show. They thought, damn, we need to communicate more. Let's do it. They, they are right. <laughs> Sometimes we have to take a win as well, although it's likely not how it works. But uh. Think about how much easier it is to write a blog post than fix all the issues. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, we had a roadmap. Uh, so, yeah, let, let's quickly go over it. So the next patch, five mm -hmm. weeks after the previous one, is likely going to be June 1st. And then we have the mastery challenges, challenging content. And Jordan, I can't wait because there is a score. There are gold medals and we're going to compare our scores and I'm going to whip your ass. You prop. Okay. All right. Right now, then I need to start getting trained. All right. I'm going to start training. 
No, no, I, I need mean, you for the show. No, not, no, no, I know, not I'll, right I'll, now. Not are you no, leaving? I, I, Why are you going? Yeah, I'm gonna leave now. I'm gonna leave and start <laughs> training right now. No, once the Wrath of the Druids comes out, I'm gonna I'm gonna dust off my WASD. Or wait, we have to do it on fair grounds, right? Like I need to. I still haven't tracked down a PS5 yet because of all that stupid chip shortages. I should definitely yeah. try to. Yeah. So we could be on even. Gr- Although that's your home ground. Mine's PC. We're gonna have to make. No, that just work uh, plug a, an Xbox controller. Plug it in. Maybe you are like at the 120 FPS. Harder to aim with the bow with a controller. Yeah, on the oh yeah, on the keyboard with the mouse. Like I can just. Yeah, like, but who's gonna focus. use a bow in this game? Come on. I mean, we see a bow in the, the mastery in the, challenge. You might. Nah, I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm. I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna do. Because then you will steal uh, steal my builds. I'm still waiting for your builds. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's hope, and I really hope that the Master Challenge are challenging so that actually a video about how you can like achieve the gold medal is actually something people want. That That's my yeah. hope. That's my hope. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Then let's go because Truth's DLC, who cares? Siege of Paris, who cares? I want to look into the future already. All right. Because... Lo and behold, who do we have here on Twitter? He was like, Yves Gimel, you're not gonna, you're, you don't follow me on Twitter, so I can post whatever I want. We go to Magnus Bruin on Twitter, and he's like, yo, bros, I'm in the studio again. Eivor never sleeps. I mean, now that I think of it, I've, I mean, I've seen Eivor sleep. This, this, this is not true. You, in the settlement, you can sleep. Meditate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, in the, yeah. <laughs> I hope you are still having fun with the game. I sure am. And then he posts a picture of himself in the studio, looking into the camera, or actually not. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's recording. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. It's May. What what the heck is he recording? Because if we lay down some facts, because I looked at this and I of course went down the rabbit hole. Right, I was like, what the heck is going on here? When... Put on your detective cap. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so Magnus Brune, we had this image where he had like a way, way longer beard. Um, and uh, this was February 18th. You know what he said? Second DLC for Valhalla Recorded. I'm pretty sure you're going to have a whole lot of time with the Siege of Paris. We sure did. Okay, Jordan. Siege of Paris was already done in February it's coming out in the summer. With the Druids delay, I, my, my bet is like early August for Siege of Paris. So mm-hmm. if they and if he ended his recording on February 18th, it means that it's like six, six months. So half a year before the Siege of Paris came out. We can go even further into this rabbit hole. <laughs> I know you want that. Because yeah. around the launch of the game, he posted this. First DLC for Valhalla recorded. Wrath of the Druids in the beautiful Ireland will be a blast. November 16, 2020. The Druids DLC is coming out May 13th. So, like, also half a year. What I'm basically trying to say here is that whatever he's doing now won't release for another half year. Which confirms that we're at least getting something half a year from now we of course had the post-launch trailer with the tease already hey we're continuing past year one 
we have mm. big rumors about a DLC. And before the show, you said we, we did not discuss that yet. So I want to get you up to speed because mm-hmm. YouTuber Jonathan, French YouTuber Jonathan, friend of the show here, he digs the files, right? He, he, like, uh, I don't know how he has time for making YouTube videos as well because he's always digging those files. And he comes up with, like, incredible finds. One of them was mm-hmm. DLC 1, Ireland, DLC 2, uh, Paris, DLC Expansion 3, Meteor. It was already in the files. In the files they say, hey, we have a third expansion which is called Meteor. Then some people join in. Spanish YouTuber Rafiti don't know what he is doing, but he has his ear on the ground. So he knows stuff as well. And he said, yeah, Meteor is a third expansion for Valhalla. It's going to be even bigger than Druids and Siege of Paris. It's going to be a Far Cry New Dawn type of thing. And um, uh, Sophia is making it. So the studio, of course, behind Rogue, they did the Curse of the Pharaohs as well. Curse of the Pharaohs was a mythical expansion, right, for Origins. High chance that with, like, sure, with the Druids, we're kind of touching on the mythical side, but mostly the Celtic, uh, like the Irish mythology, right? Caesar Paris, likely really focused on grounded history. What leaves us with, like, we got Yggdrasil, we got the whole tree, we got the nine realms, we got everything going on there. We only went to two realms. Likely mm-hmm. we will explore the other realms in the other DLC. And Magnus is now recording that. That's my take. What do you think of all this? That, I mean, I think you like laid it out there really well. Unless it, this is like Amazon's launching another Avor Alexa <laughs> or something. But, uh... <laughs> that would be such a bummer. <laughs> yeah, just all of this was just for an Avor Alexa. No, um, I don't think that's what it is. I think the fact that uh, the, he is in studio, yeah, recording that, that, and the fact that those files in there, I would not. That that's kind of what I was expecting, to be honest with you. Like before this, not to say like, oh, I knew, but like I was just so surprised at the idea of another. Assassin's Creed launching so quickly off the tail of this one uh, with how much effort that they had put into it and how much effort they had like talked about how much they wanted to put into it. So to me, one of two things that happened, either they like they didn't hit the goals that they wanted and they were like, all right, we just need to move on to the next one. Like this wasn't what we expected, but it kind of sounds like they kind of just stuck to their guns and they're like no we're gonna just keep developing on this game and I mean, like i'm i'm all for it yeah and for Hala, like it was the only successful game really that ubisoft put out uh mm-hmm. for a really long time now like uh far cry 5 before that actually like odyssey was a huge success as well but watchdogs immortals did not set the world on fire division 2 underperformed ghost recon breakpoint was a mess um mm-hmm. so like, Valhalla is their huge win right now, so doubling down on that. And maybe they had something planned for the end of 2022, but because of COVID, they have to move it. So they're like, okay, let's make sure that we at least have something substantial for Valhalla. Um, and New Dawn, like, they made that in one year, which is kind of crazy. And for $40, that's like a pretty easy win, right? If you can mm-hmm. really use a lot of the assets. And I also think that the next AC, I hope will be next-gen only, so to then still have something for people who are still uh, on PS4, 
uh, around that time, like early 2022 is when I think this will come out. This would also line up with Magnus recording, of course, now. Good to know, though, is that he is not finished. He just started. And mm -hmm. that we have, like, um, that as well. So I think Druids started, like, November 3rd. And then he was finished November 16th. So I would not be surprised if he posted a tweet a few weeks from now. Finished. Uh, I don't think he will because that would be kind of a weird thing. We, we go a little bit further, though, because we also have... And I'm not sure if you saw this on your timeline, but... I'm you. I'm following, of course, a lot of people who are um, like doing a lot for the Assassin's Creed community. And every year, Ubisoft has star players, which basically means that they want to mm -hmm. put a spotlight on people in the community who, uh, yeah, who did uh, excellent work. And um, normally, these star players they have their own, um, like they go to the E3 as well with like a group, and then they uh, get like a special treatment and go to the press conference. And they always pick uh, people for games that they're going to talk about. So this year they have Rainbow Six. Obviously, every year Rainbow Six is going to be huge. Far Cry, of course, Far Cry 6 is coming. And I only saw Assassin's Creed as well. No Watch Dogs. Obviously, Watch Dogs, they, they have some content coming, but they're not going to talk about that uh, during E3. Skull and Bones doesn't really have a community yet. What else do you got? Like, so I find it interesting that they're like um, inviting a lot of us as Creed people. So I would not be surprised if I first thought they're gonna wait till Siege of Paris is out. But on the other hand, announcing this for DLC, saying, "Hey, if you go in now, you will be with us for at least almost a year." Maybe more people are then inclined to. I mean, that's what Ubisoft wants: buy Helix sets because they know. Okay, I, I buy this armor now, but I can use it for a long time. While otherwise, you might mm -hmm. be like, okay, but this game is gonna be abandoned in a few months, anyways. Yeah, like definitely, if they launched a second game this summer or Assassin's Creed title, like that would kind of just like dampen everything. But the fact that it is pointing to this now, the only thing, like I think Magnus was the the thing that made it a lot more legitimate. Because, like, if it was just the, the Meteor file and then we just had that one Meteor experience, like, maybe that was something they wanted to do, but it really didn't pull the trigger sure. on quite yet. But the fact that they're pulling out, yeah, like, the actors and stuff right now, like, that means, like, they're it seems like they're investing into it uh, yeah. and they're going to keep working on it. It's so I'm just curious that there's enough leaks in these files that there's probably some information, like... Like no no attack on the devs anymore, but because of like some of the 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 bugs and stuff in the game, like we might. I wonder if that meteor that fell was yeah. like something they didn't want to. Ha like maybe that's part of that third DLC yeah. that they're working on. Yeah, that that, that, that was like a, well, what we see for Call of Duty, for example, as well. If a new season comes out, they're gonna nuke the map mm -hmm. or they're gonna like tease it in some way. Maybe that was the idea mm -hmm. to have these meteors spawn all of a sudden. Um, in the game and then uh, people mm -hmm. would be like what the heck is going on and then you kind of go and yeah and then in the end it leads to like the announcement of this DLC maybe that was mm -hmm. the plan <laughs> but uh, really weird, weird. They, they released the meteor too soon <laughs> apparently it's still only that one person no 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 like, more 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 uh, more have shown it? up and even around launch so it was a thing around launch and it really okay. doesn't happen that often but when it happens, you can, like, loop it. So you can, like, 
get because you get like nickel and other resources from it if you like loot it then mm -hmm. r run back if you then like do a u-turn go back you actually see the meteor on the same location again so it's really not supposed to happen it totally uh... oh yeah i see you type your uh your, your prediction for the juice dlc here how long have we been going already oh damn um yeah fortnite is doing that of course as well that's that's right uh borrow there um okay yeah so I think we're 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 caught up. I think we're we're ready for the Druids DLC. It's coming out mm -hmm. very very soon. Um, the the actually the amount of content was kind of like I was kind of worried, but it really seems like a ton. And I think what you said is mm -hmm. true as well. If Valhalla is hundred hours to complete, then the DLC is likely gonna be meeting too. Like they they, yeah, they will usually they will find ways. And and there could be a difference between the Druids DLC and the Paris like. They, my feeling is that I think the Paris DLC will probably have more story to it than the Druids will. So there actually could be a thing where the Druids DLC is a little bit more gameplay focused and less narrative focused. Um, and then the Paris DLC, because it's a city and maybe a lot more political stuff going on in that storyline, it'll be more narrative focused. It will still be like Fran Frankie as well. Like it, it won't only yeah. be Paris. So uh, it should be pretty big. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Really, really cool. Do you think the Meteor DLC might be related to Ragnarok? Yeah, I could totally see that. Um, I, I totally think that uh, AC follower asked that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if they are gonna like continue kind of that story, although it was kind of it kind of ended. We we still have some questions, of course, with what happened at the ending. But I'm not sure. Uh, usually with the DLCs, they want to make sure that everyone can understand it. So I think the Ireland DLC, I don't know how they're gonna do that story wise because it will likely take place mm -hmm. a few years after the main game. So. Interesting mm -hmm. stuff, but we will find out soon enough. Of course, at the end of every show, we will make predictions for what we think will be in the upcoming DLC. In this case, it's Drew's DLC. Jordan, you're back, so uh, what is your prediction? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know, man. <laughs> Just say it. You, we, or Eivor will become a werewolf. Parentheses temporarily. I think and I, 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 i'm not privy to this information so I'll, i i will guarantee that all my predictions come from a place of not knowing anything yeah mentor so, yeah yeah sure mentor. no i'm being serious yeah and so my gut tells me that there's going to be some sort of disease or some sort this is the vibe i'm getting is that this is my thought process that we're trying to deal with an issue of werewolves or some sort of thing happening and so we're going to get caught up in that and maybe we get to turn into one and fight some other ones ourselves. And then like we come out of it and it's like, oh, dang. <laughs> there was one uh, werewolf naval set leaked and all the there was like a lot of naval content leaked uh, a few months back. And they are now all showing up connected to Helix sets and one has like werewolf items. So there's going to be a werewolf armor set. If Does this that is count true, as no, 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 no. Did this this during the DLC? But if that is true, what you say that you become a werewolf during a certain part of the game, I would say that with that helix set, you can summon that form, like as sort of perk for the weapon or something. Hmm. 
Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I think it's interesting. Even uh, if it, for the storyline, that's where I'm imagining. Like for like maybe five minutes for the story or something. Yeah, sure. It doesn't matter. Like if we turn into a werewolf, even if it's like during a mystery, uh, it doesn't matter. If, if we're in Ireland yeah. playing this DLC and we become a werewolf, you, you win that one. Mine is there will be no modern day section whatsoever during the whole DLC. No mention of it. We will not go out of the Animus. It will not happen. Uh, Let's uh, end the show here, of course. You can get the podcast every Saturday on your favorite podcast service, SoundCloud, Spotify, or uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts would really help us out. We will then read it here on the show as well. So thanks a lot for that. You can go the extra mile and, of course, support the show financially if you want by hitting the join button next to the subscribe button. For $5 per month, you get early access to the show um, after we live record it. So I will be putting it up on, up on YouTube in a moment there. Go to the community tab or to the playlist to know when it's live. And on Saturday, I post the video version for everyone on the $2 tier. So thanks a lot for the support. Of course, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, we like you anyways, Jordan. People people forgive you. <laughs> Thank you. I will I will not nuke this out of the podcast though. So you you, yeah. you, you cost me a lot of exporting time here, but uh no. I'm so, I'm sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I you no can worries. screen share all I can do it for you. Uh. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh yeah, thanks everyone for watching. We will be back uh with a lot of follow videos actually over the next couple a uh, couple of days on the channel. Um and next week is gonna be huge. So I hope you will be along for the ride. Um, I might be able to uh, maybe interview someone from Ubisoft again. Hey, maybe. Right? And then we have 10 more videos where mm-hmm. I pick out every every interview and, like, give you one minute of it. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's that's very, uh, very nice. Now, I will, yeah. will kind of change that. But uh, thanks, everyone, for the support as well. I want to thank everyone who also, like, donated. But everyone watching is already amazing. Hambone is always, of course. Dennis... Uh, a lot of people, uh, Jonesy with the bits, Nico there, Descartius as always, very, very cool to see. Uh, Nick as well with the bits, Boots with the Prime sub. Thanks everyone, if I miss your name, I still appreciate you, Jacob, for example. Appreciate you. We will be back next week with a lot of Druid's talk. In the meantime, a ton of videos. For now, goodbye. <laughs>